Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion, and of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Alex. Hello, I'm Feather, and between recording the last one, uh, episode and this one, I went and made coffee because my brain is leaking. So yeah, but you we're didn't put you didn't put booze in it. So zero out of ten. <laughs> I didn't put booze in it. The Argent would be displeased. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's go. Also joining us is David. Uh, I am winner in the forums and still incredibly amused that Alex didn't realize you were doing wobs right after this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she sure you didn't. Like, All right, time for round two. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. She, she's like, oh, I'm here. we, I'm here we didn't, it. we didn't it. even start the the fun. This is where the fun begins, Alex. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm awaiting fun. You better deliver on that promise. Yep. Here it comes. <laughs> Running away from the sun, we have Marvin. How's it going on the unnamed I, I planet? Fail. Yeah, how's it going? And yeah, it's uh, it's been really um, hot here, but apart from that, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> well, I hope you like the heat. Uh, yeah, 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 great. Uh, we have Veronica. How's it going? I'm good. I'm actually really, really excited for this. Wobs are good. But there's one particular wob that I can't wait to talk about. <laughs> oh, yes. You, you know which, which one it is. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, we, we, I don't know if anyone else have, has read that, so it would be completely <laughs> unintelligible. I think Argent read the first book. Great. Well, he's not here right now. I remember now. stream properly. <laughs> yeah. Great. No one knows what we're talking about. They're clicking off the video. Anyway, yeah. Also. I am the forums. Hey. Also, we have Ella. What's Hello, up? I'm Rasar, and I may not, uh, there may not be Argent with us today, but I do have show and tell for okay, us. Okay, great. And my show and tell for today is um, this. Okay, so uh, to what? I, you might be wondering what this is. I am yeah, not sure. Okay. So okay, so my my. Okay, cousin... so this is just going to be show rather than actually telling us what this is. <laughs> then got know. it. <laughs> okay, so so my. Uh, my cousin, who is also my uh, godson, I'm a godmother. Fairy power is not included, alas. Oh. Uh, has his birthday. <laughs> Zero to ten, like, get out. Two weeks from now. Uh-huh. And uh, I was asked, like, you know, as the godmother, I can't really just give him money for his birthday. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I buy him? And he's like, I have everything I need. Ah, like, just the, the world's wow. happiest man. That's very helpful. Or, or primary yeah. school boy. So I, I called up his uh, his mother, my aunt, and she's like, she just sent me the link to this and told me to buy this. Is this so, like, is this like, I think is this like some, some Pokemon knockoff or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, the, in yeah. the back there's just like a ton uh-huh. of yeah, yeah. figurines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. like uh-huh. a set of collectibles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. like those Skylander things, which were... A thing Maybe. Put your comments first. below yeah. if you know what the hell those are. Uh, <laughs> tell us all about them. I guess. Yep. Kazoom kids? Sure. Yeah, uh, super things. Rivals of Kaboom. Kazoom kids. <laughs> Great. <laughs> cool. Jo- uh, yeah. Includes 10 super things, including one super rare jazz flash or heavy riff. <laughs> It sounds like it's trying to like not get copyright struck. Like it's yeah. like super things, not superheroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharp squad and strike troop and 
Cream team. Cream team. Even the hard gamers. That's All right. Well, know. we're we're moving on from that one. That's for sure. Uh, I am. I am chaos. Uh, thankfully, uh, I've been bullied into putting booze into this drink, so that should be helpful. Bullied by yourself. You were just like, I'm gonna go do this. I asked. You guys thought it was a good idea. Okay, so I was bullied. I didn't say anything. It took yes. the very smallest amount of possible pressure. Yeah, you know. Uh, so today we are talking about the words of Brandon from the Secret Project Forest stream, which, just to be clear, will have Secret Project Forest spoilers. Uh, there was some confusion with our Secret Project one wobs episode in that yes it will be about secret project one uh and this will be about secret project three or er, four <laughs> did i say three on throughout the entire thing of that <laughs> no that was that last time <laughs> you're good no. okay okay we're going great <laughs> start over no i'm good um <laughs> literally drunk cast starts already <laughs> i barely drank anything um so uh we have so much to talk about with Sunlit Man here. So uh, we didn't really do this for uh, Secret Project 3 because we interspersed the wobs in there and uh, I didn't go into wob mode, so I couldn't put them on screen. So there. Uh, but let's move on into wob mode and let's get right into it. All right. All right. This wob uh, comes to us from Simon the Killer Ewok. He says, you've talked to us about an upcoming book on Threnody called The Dust Brigade. What are we supposed to understand now that we've learned about the Night Brigade? Brandon, I've canonized that as the Night Brigade instead. I like the term The Dusk Brigade better, but I already have a character named Dusk. And so I decided to go with a name that's just a little bit more generic, but doesn't copy one of the character names. So the Night Brigade will be the title of the Threnody novel. When and if I get around to writing it, you will find out who the Dusk Brigade is. <laughs> so that's, and then Adam asks, is this a homage to the Night Watch? And Brandon says, it's more an homage to the Black Company, which I believe is the wob that <laughs> yes. Veronica yep. very much would yeah. like it to is. It's very much, I love that series. But okay, get your aunt out of the way about Honestly, I've made a ton of peace with this because I really <laughs> like the name the Dust Brigade. And somehow knowing that it was never on the table, I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's fine. Well, like, the Night Brigade and, and the Dusk Brigade are not meaningfully different to me. I'm like, okay, it's the Time of Day Brigade. Sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> if the Dusk Brigade couldn't be, then this is just fine by me. I do think it is funny that we all were like, oh, Brandon. Yes. Called, like, I think Alex was the first one yeah, I saw I catch it. And she yeah, was like, I he's remember. saying dusk. And we're like, I, I think I was like, no, no, Alex. Like, it is the dust brigade. Let me show you all the proof. And then I found the one <laughs> paraphrase wow, but I was like, maybe it's not. Yeah, because so, this is from so, Stuttgart. Were you there at this, Marvin? Yes, I, I was the person who transcribed this. Uh... <laughs> it's Marvin's fault. It's Marvin. It's so funny. It, 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 you wake up to this wob. Yeah. I was I, I woke up after the stream and just I had uh, uh, the cardboard said I will say to me I was mentioned sometime uh, yeah, yeah. A, a, little, uh, a little bit and I check out the channel it's all just is it the dust brigade is it the dust brigade didn't paleo transcribe this and I said yeah I transcribed oh this and 
for some context there, it was uh, Dan Stuttgart, um, Brandon, we, we couldn't record it due to uh, Laws. legal restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> the law, and basically. <laughs> I decided to uh, basically live transcribe it as Brandon was talking. And I remember that when he mentioned the Threnody novel, I didn't catch the name and then asked somebody else what it was. Ah. And either they say Dust Brigade or Dusk Brigade, I can't remember. To be fair, so I funny. think that's a really reasonable miss here. Like, let's be yeah, honest, yeah. that's super reasonable. I just find it so hilarious that since yeah. 2019, we've been calling it the Dust, Dust Brigade, Brigade article on the Copper Mind and everything. And no, no, it's just like, Oh, it's actually supposed to be dusk, and so that's why he changed yeah. it to night. I'm like, oh. And the funny okay. thing is, is that there is a character called Dust. It's another name for Hoy. Well, yeah, that's so. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it I was a little bit of the catalyst of our like staff chat about this because I, as not a WAB follower usually, had no idea about the dust or dusk brigade before <laughs> this. I just watched the stream because I knew I was gonna be on the episode. Yeah. And so we started talking, and you know, I remembered him saying like, oh, well, I already have a character named Dusk. And so like we started talking about it and I was typing Dusk Brigade because that's what I figured he said on stream. And people were responding with Dust Brigade. And I was like, hey, just FYI, uh, why are you guys using that? Because I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. And everybody's oh. like, no, you're wrong. We have a wob about it. There's a compromise article that we like would go look at it. Just, yeah. it, just everyone yeah. know, don't cite the copper mine directly in arguments about the Cosmere. We try and make it very well sourced, so you can look at the direct sources. It's just in this case, the source was also paraphrased. And Paleo, yeah. you did your best. It's it's not your fault. It, dust to dust. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to transcribe them. But... I do find it hilarious, and I got to poke a little fun at it, because it's just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. And, and like, as soon as I heard laughing, Night Brigade, yeah. I'm like, is this the Dust Brigade? Like, yeah, that was my yeah. first thought. And, like, until the stream, I'm like, oh, my God, we've been saying Dust the whole time. We've said it on Shardcast for years that yeah. is and, the Dust Brigade. And since people love to put unpublished books on reading orders for some reason, like, it's on all these reading orders places where they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's a forthcoming Threnody novel. Dust oh, yeah, when like, Brandon no. gets uh, to it, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, little hope. Optimistic. <laughs> What's funny is Brandon, who probably doesn't really follow fandom things, oh, yes, probably no didn't realize no that idea. it was read the other way in yeah, the question. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, right no. And like all the Reddit questions all said Dust Brigade as well. But thankfully, Brandon, like at least did the same mishearing and just assumed it was Dust mm -hmm. Brigade <laughs> on the stream. So it worked out great in all things oh considered. <laughs> Oh man, what yeah. a piece of fandom history. This is gonna yeah. go down along with the man who it, calls it himself will... Tom right here. Yeah. So it, it kind of reminded me of a much more shortly lived episode where somebody came back from a signing with a paraphrase flop and they were like, Threnody and Cell are in the same system and everyone lost their minds. And then Peter showed up like two days later and was like, Brandon says that he said he did not say that. <laughs> and it was like, dead. like Peter but, went into the forum that. thread in 2016. It's like, nope, yeah. that is not no. No, no, yeah. definitely yeah, not. not to do that often. 
that was the Warsaw signing. I remember because I was like on I the know. forums and yeah, I was Dave- one of the people who collected that wob. Yeah, we D- David showed me this and we were like, oh, Rasar made this up. Which like, yes, if you hear that, then like, yeah, that's a huge deal. So it totally makes sense. So, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. we were, people were, the theory, the theory train was rolling and Peter came along and was like, no, no, <laughs> back it up. Shut this down. This is Shut like when, when in 2007, when I kept calling ruin the ruin entity and Peter's like, it's just ruined. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like before Hero of Ages came out, he did that there too. Uh, it's like, no, Eric. I, I, I love the idea of just Peter coming in and just slapping theory so <laughs> No. <laughs> oh boy any like a batman strap meme yeah <laughs> uh a- anyway uh i i do think as far as the names go dust brigade would be the coolest of these three but again mm. i'm with i'm with david i don't really care about the difference between yeah. dusk and night brigade like sure whatever it, there's a lot of night stuff there's night mods, night, there's yeah. night stuff friend, there's, shadow stuff yeah. what's the shadows of the night brigade will be the no. sequel to that that's a joke yeah it's not real it's fine <laughs> just to be clear um i mean wow there's a common theory going around now after we had this dusk brigade confirmation <laughs> that they somehow are after the dawn shots in some way or want to work oh, against yeah, the dawn shots yeah. and oh, dusk yeah. and dawn uh, oh to get the really dawn like shards opposites. to make a new dusk or new night on the cause yeah. here dun, dun, dun. So, Interesting. Oh, dusk would have yeah. been nice in that regard i guess oh yeah. it's more like but maybe but maybe there's actually like with those anti shards or dark matter shards <laughs> then we have the dusk yeah. shards so <laughs> they're also after those watch our last episode if you have no idea yeah. what we're talking about we didn't really either so that works out great <laughs> anyway anyway no, i didn't want to talk about the implications here with brendan and like the uh, homage to the black company now have any of us read the black company superficial. have no. any of us read or the black company really... i've heard it's too grim dark for me so I have not tried it's, it. It's it's not it's not Grimdark. It's the grandfather of Grimdark. It's not Grimdark. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I could get a whole argument about that. Okay, put your comments so, below. Either, it's the Black Company either, from Grimdark. It was before the Grimdark movement started. Okay, really. So totally and okay. Honestly, the way the way Cook handles like like there's lots of dark stuff. But it, Cook never dwells on it. Not that he dwells on many things. Um, and what is Grimdark? There's Grim always like a ray of hope. So, yeah. So, what what, what did you want to talk about? Uh, that's yeah, not so spoilery for be the Black Company because because people will complain be, if you spoil things. Really yeah, and so I'm trying to figure out how to wear this without spoilers. So the superficial yeah, part, which is easier, it either could be just like uh, this super elite like mercenary company with all this history behind them. It could either be just like the mercenary band stuff, like elite mercenary band, probably. It yeah. would be fun if they had an illusion thing because the seriously, illusions are incredibly OP and Glenn Cook uses them to incredible effect. I doubt it, but it would be very fun. Or we could go all the way to the origins of the Black Company. It gets more into the books of the South and the books of the Glittering Stone, which is more spoilers, but, and Brandon's like some not summary but like pitch for it and it's like a group that wants to free the homeland of the evil and mm. it doesn't go well for them oh and yeah so right 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 just made me think uh the black company in katovar which is like they're like like the place where all the free companies of katovar like were from 
and they don't even know what it is now and they're trying to go back well croaker's trying to go back that just reminds me of like well this plot that brandon described of this group of people and they're trying to go back to the home and then reclaim it it's like that's the first connection i made and obviously there are some other things i have so many theories just based on that one reference <laughs> yeah that's really cool i'm i'm definitely interested in i hadn't like quite put together in my head that in the book called the night brigade that the night brigade are people doing the things that happen in the book so that that is interesting if they are the expedition that was meant to go yeah handle the evil in some way because that's and, what the original wob says the group wants to yeah. free the homeland mm -hmm. of evil it doesn't go for well for them opening scene um, is all ships sinking and people washing up on shore which is just interesting just yeah to make sure i'm very certain of that part of the world okay <laughs> <laughs> before we spread any more misinformation <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. It, 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 it does or this swap now does make me wonder whether the knight or dust brigade is originally from threnody or if they're a group that comes to threnody and goes hey let's uh take they care of know. the evil i would have I always read this as threnodites trying to free I, I, to yeah me, yeah since there is like the lore of the four scouts too that they are going to be the ones who lead people back into oh yeah the yeah yeah mm -hmm. the, to me that's always said that at least some of it must be threnodite or at least like yeah. in culturally they believe that they will be the people to go back yeah clearly some things have changed and i so i don't think their original goal is to get thong shots i feel like yeah. uh but it is interesting is I mean, I'm not certain their goal is to even get Don shards at all. I yeah. think the Don shard is a means to get Hoyd, and we don't know why mm -hmm. they want. Okay, Hoyd. yeah, yeah. That's that kind of my possible. that was my Again, take on yeah that Alcanda. that whole thing. Like, I'm not gonna elaborate because spoilers, and it gets too detailed. But like all the speculation, just it's slotting in perfectly. Well, maybe the like since they're so dangerous and Sigil is running from them, like, hey, maybe if they are mercenary band and they are working for someone and it isn't like their right. own purpose. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. There's this thing of like working like maybe for well, not evil, but like an evil entity, just like in the very first book, the Black Company was working for the lady, which is basically the evil empress. I so, mean, it, they don't sound nice, so I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to be nice. You know? Yeah, yeah, I doubt yeah. it. And so I, there are so many possibilities with this mm -hmm. reference. I, I, I got so excited. Like the first thing I, I did was literally mention, I was like, Black Company reference in the Sanderson channel on the Legendary and Discord. Like, Black Company reference industry, Drew, you need to go listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Huge Black Company fan. Yeah, actually, like, I'm wondering because, like, if uh, Alex, you said maybe they're after Hoyd. I'm wondering if they're not after the Dawn Shard because they think it can fix the evil since conventional means have clearly oh. failed. Oh, you know? okay. That's a good sure. theory, yeah. I mean, I maybe, guess the Dawn Shard like, can do whatever, right? Maybe, like, they're not strictly evil. Maybe they're just assholes about something they feel desperate about. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another question from Simon the Killer Ebook was uh, whether the Night Brigade is at all related to the Night Aether. And Brandon says that no, well, they are related, it's a very fraught term, um, but yeah, Bro not in a meaningful way. You need to say so. related in a meaningful way. Yeah. Not, not related. Uh, but that's probably for the best, uh, really. Yeah. But maybe it's we related to the Midnight, midnight Sea. 
It's all Midnight <laughs> Essence. <laughs> Odium Tukrashafir from Lumar. And oh spread it all yeah. through the Cosmere. On that note, I, w I would like to say a few words about uh, our my dear friend, my lost Fiori of Lumarites being <laughs> Trenodites, since we now know that all the secret projects are taking place in the far future, so... Oh yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Uh I think I think we'll talk about that in just a bit. So, we'll we'll okay. talk about timeline things, which is very interesting for secret pro uh, for Tress, for sure. That is. R rest yeah. in peace, Fiori. You yeah. live a short <laughs> yeah, but yeah. life. Yeah, very cool. I hope they're cool. That's what yeah. I want. Uh, some cool. I, I, I don't yeah, want to yeah, be involved I, in I, stuff. I hope that like even though Brandon said uh, that we'll like actually get to know who they are, like in the Night Brigade book, that we get some more of them in Sunlit Man. Uh, I, yeah. I want to know more about them. I want to see if anything else fits. Uh, with yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like the Ghost Bloods always are like, wow, there's there's really powerful forces, you know. And I feel like yeah, the Night there Brigade is, is one of these. Yeah, there is a about that. That's yeah. the other one I cited in this oh. conversation. Like trying to figure this out, knowing this episode was coming. Um, yeah, Brandon said um, that other non-char things in the Cosmere, uh, there's a couple of mercenary troops that you haven't met yet that are really quite, quite dangerous. I would a list couple. them as well. Huh? A couple. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Dust Brigade and the Night Brigade. They're there both. Oh, and maybe <laughs> the and in their wake, they will cause some dust. Yeah. We'll get the Night nice. Brigade going. It'll be great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So uh, Daniel McCarthy asked, could you charge spheres with this sun? And Brandon said, you could charge spheres with the sun if you managed to find spheres that didn't melt. Okay. You could also charge white sand with the sun really easily. And then you would have melted <laughs> sand. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically glass. So you're halfway there. <laughs> it makes me wonder if the sun is like pure investiture. <laughs> like pure, uh, like the pure uh. unkeyed door. Like, if it's not keyed to a specific shard and it can do all these things, maybe. I mean, maybe Adenalsium did it, right? You know? It's it's so hard to know, like, if it is, like, if it seems like such an infested thing. Yeah, But, seriously. like, we also know that there are shards that are out there kind of just, like, throwing splinters at stuff. And so you're like, well, who knows if somebody came along and set this up and then moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, we do know that like white sand reacts to a lot of different types of investiture. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it yeah. is using his, his detector, so it can very well be an investiture of specific shard. That yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm also surprised that the the lichen that lives on the on the sand would not die from the sun. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would assume milliseconds later after it's charged, yes, it will die. Yeah. 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 It makes me wonder, so speculating about where Secret Project 4 is going, you know, we know that there's supposedly a Skadrian bunker somewhere. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it is sort of like an investiture harvesting facility, like Ooh, they're okay. all living underground oh. and they have like fields of solar panels up oh, on yeah. the surface. Sort of just like that seems like a really interesting and yeah. intuitive setup for here, and it actually mm. makes me wonder why the people of this world haven't really done underground stuff. Is there something mm. prohibitive about getting underground? It seems mm. like getting underground would be mm. easier than making a flying city, and yet these people have made it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good yeah. point. Why, why don't you go underground? It's because flying cities are cool, Alex. <laughs> you know, well, complicated. I, I get 
My guess would be that they came to the planet on flying cities. So they, they already had that set up. And did the, the ancient Thranodites have floating cities? Stuff like that. I don't even yeah, that's, that's why I'm sure they left so much later. But yeah, I think yeah, they I came mean... there on flying cities. And I think like any excavation work is probably super difficult on this planet because any softer material than sheer rock has probably either melted or vaporized away. Sure. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, floating cities could be very useful on Threnody, where you're just like getting above the shades. You're getting above <laughs> the shades. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You're just like, That's you know true. what? It's not so bad up here. You just sprinkle silver over the edge like a goldfish. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. The, the entire bottom of the city the is just like pure silver, you know? Easy. <laughs> Do, do we know that they're like fortresses aren't floating cities? I'm pretty <laughs> sure the fortress towns are floating in the mountains. <laughs> wow, that wouldn't that be a crazy reveal? It's like, oh yeah, they were floating on Threnody the whole time. Like what? <laughs> That'd be yeah, ridiculous. Like, because this, um, like speaking of the Skadrians and like investiture collecting, if that's what's going on, it does track with the ghost bloods and what they want yeah. to do. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So maybe this Makes is a ghost blood thing. Yeah. I, it's it's definitely plausible that this is like a ghost bloody thing. Clearly, there's a lot of factions going on that we. <laughs> so who knows? Okay. So Adel RD or or RD whatever. Uh, Adel asks, should we assume that Six's Dawn shard is the same that Hoyd used to have? And Brandon is like, Sigzil at one point held the same Dawn shirt that Hoyd used to have. I phrased that very intentionally. I have so many <sighs> thoughts about this. <laughs> so my, my number one question. So it, it sounds like, and we're going to get some lobs later, where uh, it sounds like Sigzil's getting this Dawn shirt in Stormlight 5. Right? That's, yeah. that's, that's what it sounds like. I would agree that based like. on Brandon's endnote, that's what he's saying. Yeah. So, I was under the impression that Hoyd having the Dawn Shard would be very much past tense. Yes. And so I'm just yeah. curious how Hoyd gets the Dawn Shard. Like, has he always had this Dawn Shard and we misinterpreted something? Did he get the Dawn Shard back and gave it to Sigzo? Well, and what's interesting too is like this is by not any means confirmed, but I think like a common line of theorizing about Don Charge, at least stuff that we've talked about, mm -hmm. is that Hoyd, there is this Don Charge that we know is different than the rest. Right. And we know yeah. that there's this gem with Hoyd that has Whoa, significant topaz. Like topaz that, yeah. it, that, you know, the gem has now died. And so there was a long time where I personally thought that something had happened to Hoyd's Dawn Shard and oh, it was right. no longer working or yeah, it was, that it was expended, right. yeah. not used. And that right. seems to be directly not the case. If like, it's the same Dawn Shard, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I opened the uh, Dawn Shard annotations yeah, event yes. on Arcanum and it says, Hoyd was a Dawn Shard at some was. point in the deep past. And, okay. Okay. and then it there goes on to yeah. the okay. other thing. Okay. But was past tense and specifically he calls out the deep past. Okay, so... so but it does sound like, from what we read last time, that it's like, Hoid almost gave the Dawn Shard to Sigzil? Like, that that's the implication I got. At least he helped him get it. Yeah, yeah like, I it was definitely, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so maybe Hoid didn't, like, re-pick up the Dawn Shard. It's just, maybe they came across it on Roshar in do, Stormlight yeah, do, do 5? We, do we know whether Risen's Dawn Shard is... I believe, yes. We, I, I believe think we that have got 
I, I don't believe we have a warp that they are different dawn shards. Mm. Okay, let's check that because I think we that was yeah, rough. I'm launch. not sure. I I I mean I don't think it is the same dawn shard for sure, but uh, it, I don't know if that's confirmed. Yeah. It's very I, tricky because, like, there's a part of me that's like, are we going to get another Dawn Shard oh. introduced in Stormlight 2 when Brandon has said mm. this is late stuff? And then the other part mm. of me is like, well, like, Risen doesn't at least yet manifest anything like what we see, the commonalities we see in between Hoyt and Sure. Brazil, so. Right. I could see this as something like, and again, Dawn Shards are a thing I'm out of my depth on, <laughs> but I could see this being something like Hoyd had this Dawn Shard in the ancient past. Mm -hmm. It was super annoying, so he locked it in an aluminum box and didn't do it. And <laughs> then in the ocean, somebody as he was going to go grab the aluminum box, and it was really bad. So he led Sigzel there instead to pick it up and sent Sigzel running. And Sigzel did not necessarily realize what the implications of that were. But where like, is it that's now? Cause, cause that's Sigzel the thing. I think the... Yeah, right. Or d d do we know that for sure? Uh, What's in the wob? Isn't he, it? Is Sigzel at one point held past tense? Yeah, the Dawn that's, that's what I'm basing that off of. Uh, and I do think there cool. were some implications that I I was under the impression it was past tense. I like I would say that like my read of that is unless Brandon is being intentionally deceptive, he like in, in being like I said he held it, but he also still holds it. He's saying that at one point Sigzel held it. Yeah. So that's my. I read think of that's that. what he's phrasing intentionally there because. They say, assume that Sixil's Dawn Shard and the Possessive as if he still held it. So yeah. my my only qualm about this is that I feel like, and again, I should have reread the preview chapters before we came on, but I feel okay. like Sigzold makes mention that his torment is getting worse. That's that is certainly true. And it is getting worse. Seems it is odd getting worse to me if he doesn't still have it. And so yeah, I wonder sure, almost that's fair. if Brandon. Like the fact that he says I phrased that very intentionally. Right. Oh, that's I a think good point. Okay. everything here is very sus, and I <laughs> we should not overread into the words that Brandon's yeah. using here because there's a lot of like it's technically true happening. Yeah, because if it if he's so, not holding the Dawn Shard, how would it be getting worse? And like that is kind the, of odd. Sure, I have an idea for that that is like out there, but Great. the the Dawn Shard probably like changes your spirit web on a fundamental level somehow yeah makes a lot of changes like that yeah well, maybe the torment is then just it, it takes time to materialize because like it has to filter through the realms to fully manifest sure. like, it gets worse over time because it's there in the spiritual realm but it mm. takes time for that to get to the physical or like perpetuate itself yeah Oh, oh right, God. right, right. Because it's like it really warping the spiritual and then the physical's warping to that yeah. spiritual. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. That is kind of how that radioactive works. Radioactive residue mm -hmm. on his yeah. hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, my, my quibble with the, uh, with the, that Sigzil might still have the Dawn Shard is that it feels to me like Augs should not have problems with like insufficient investiture. That's a good point. If yeah. He's yeah. still holding Dawn Shard. Because it's guess, supposed but... to be like this super hyper-invested thing. Mm, and also, Sigzel never really makes any allusions to colors looking different, which could be because he's just used to it, but Risen mm. does take note that colors mm. seem more vibrant and so forth but... to her. That could be Don Shard specific, though. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like we and we and the fun fact is that until we have two common Don Shards, we can always go. Well, one Don Shard is different than the rest. 
That's right. That's true. Yeah. For any, literally <laughs> any Don Shard fact. Uh, that yeah. said, I do think when Brandon is very particular with his phrasing, he is not saying anything that is not true. He's like held the yeah. same Don Shard. I, I do think that past tense is intentional. But oh God, it's so interesting. Uh, <laughs> I also thought perhaps the trickiness in this could be that Hoyd has held more than one Don Shard or Sigzel has held. <laughs> wow. Yeah, OK, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's totally yeah. a thing that could happen. So, OK, yeah. I mean, that would be super plausible for Hoyd to collect magics and it's like, ooh, I'll take another Donjon, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're, you know, if the, the broken one is the one that, like, warps you really badly, maybe he wouldn't mind picking up another one that, you know, is more... So Sorry, just to short issues. asterisk. You mean the broken Dawn Shard, not the broken one reigns, whatever the hell that means, just to be clear. <laughs> no one, I don't even know what, no one knows later, I just mean like the, the different one, you know. Okay, yeah, okay, just, just wanted is, to make sure, because yeah, the broken yeah, yeah. one is some language that we still have no answers for. Whatever. Nothing. Anyway. Yeah. So Maybe uh, Stormlight's life. I doubt it. Yeah. Mm. That's the, a list. The one thing that I was thinking is... Unless unless Brandon is being tricksy elsewhere and Hoyt has the Don Shard in Stormlight and he's just being real quiet about it. That like I'm like, where is this Don Shard coming in to Stormlight? Where yeah, is this right, thing exactly. at, you know? Like And not there, it through so the Rissen stuff, you know? Yeah, there's so much build up to Amia and Amia being yeah. the site of something so important and yeah. valuable and whatnot. And there I, I can't think of anything else where I'm like Oh, that's a candidate for where the other Don Shard might be. Or, I have an idea. Like we have the one chord story that is somebody brought a Don Shard through the pool, but I still think oh, that right. was supposedly the same mm. one and Amia. What if yes. the Don Shard is what they used to bind a Badomi from? Sure, sure. I mean oh. that that'd be cool. Uh, another <laughs> idea. So cool. uh, another idea I had, which I don't know if would connect with this specific Don Shard, although it's like the shattering of the planes, right? Yeah, I was thinking about there. There was like an old wob that was like somebody was like Brandon confirmed that a Don Shard shattered the planes, and then that kind of got walked back. Where they were like, maybe he didn't say that. I yeah. still think that's plausible. <laughs> I think it's super I, plausible that a Don Shard did that. I but. like Rasar's theory. I the Don Shard that can bind any creature. Ooh, mortal voidish or, or mortal. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say I think that's probably mm. a better idea, but we also don't know anything about the origin. What's up with the origin? And we have a story about <laughs> oh, people sailing there and finding mm -hmm. interesting things. So, like the sailors on the pockets. infinite sea. Yeah. Who knows? Even before it turns out that three fourths of the down shards are all on Roshar. <laughs> I mean, Roshar is a beefy place, so it's sure, why not? Very they had special. multiple down shards on Ashen. There's got to be two at some point. Oh yeah, and like, Ooh. and why, and oh, why is yeah. Honor saying that the Dawn shards are like inaccessible at oh, least around Recreants mm -hmm. time? Unless it is connected with Fire Mishram and the Recreants, because that like Honor's <laughs> last vision where he's talking about that is post Recreants after he died, right? You guys yeah. want a crazy wild theory? Yes, Alex. Yes. Every time, especially <laughs> the from you. Roshar system isn't sealed to keep Odium in. It's sealed to keep the Dawn shards in, and Odium just got trapped there too. Oh. Okay. I, I actually uh, kind of like that it. idea. That's a good idea. Locked in the bank vault, and nobody wants to open it because <laughs> he sucks, and they don't like. They're not worried about Odium not being contained. They want to keep the Dawn shards in there. There you go. That's my crazy theory. <laughs> Oof. I actually really like that theory. Wow. I love it. 
I like how we're so far in the Cosmere and we're like, wow, we have no idea. We just we're just like we're yeah. just spitballing because it could be any of these things. Brandon can do so much crazy stuff in Stormlight Five, and yeah, I think I that's genuinely really cool. Mm -hmm. he, that he does a good job continuing to like open up new frontiers of ideas when he like explains stuff that we used to be theorizing about. Yeah, yeah. and like, like we the get kind of like a good idea about something, then he's like, "Well, you don't know anything about this though." And but not, like, oh, man, look at all the Tawn shards. Like, ooh, yeah. I remember that one reference. Yeah, yeah like. We're almost done with uh, shard theorizing now in terms yeah. of like what the shards yeah. are, but there's so much theorizing on Dawn shards yep. that this book opened up. Uh, <laughs> this next one is from Eiler Bike. Mm -hmm. Yep, sure. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, do all Dawn shards come with a torment? Uh, not necessarily. It depends on your definition of torment. And it depends on some other context. Matt, some other context. I love that. Brandon, yes. <laughs> no, Matt is yeah. was so good in the stream. Yeah, especially because he's like, wow, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but he was in Wheel of Time fandom for so long. And he knew how to phrase questions for Robert Jordan, which was mm. a lot more raffle-y and, and gave less straight answers than Brandon does. So mm. he just has excellent questions. Yeah. As you find out more about the Dawn Shards, that will become more clear. And uh, th there was another thing that was a long thing about the, the Torment, which I'll, I'll just connect here. Capital C. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Paleo. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Torment for a second. Hoyd would not call what has happened to him uh, a Torment. Although, query, just, just a quick thing. Hoyt does say the word torment yeah. in the... Yeah. So I don't, I don't know about that, Brandon. Hoyd... Wob cannon. Yeah, yeah, wob cannon. <laughs> Hoyd, this hasn't gone through uh, extensive revisions, so... Mm -hmm. Hoyd, by holding a Dawn Shard, was made permanently unable to cause physical harm to other beings. Eating meat makes him nauseous if he is somehow able to eat it, and a lot of the times he just can't. That is because the nature of the Dawn Shard that he held... Actively, war <laughs> actively warping and changing his spirit. He would not name it this. Nomad has named what has happened to him a torment. This is not a term that you can universally apply as a magical aspect of something. This is Sigzel saying, this terrible thing happened to me. And indeed, what is happening to Sigzel is on a level beyond what has happened to Hoyd. What? what? Well, that's Which is weird. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's uh, super oh, interesting. There's so yeah. much to talk about on this. Mm -hmm. uh, so therefore, perhaps other arcanists would say, yes, these are an aspect of holding a dawn shard and torment is the right way. But that word is loaded. That word has meaning and someone is naming it this. You're not going to run into a large set of people. <laughs> there are only four <laughs> dawn shards and you're not going to run into a large set of people who've held one. So there may be no consensus even in world to what these are called and if they are torment or blessings or what they are. Holding a Dawn Shard will warp your soul. It's so much investiture. It is so powerful that you cannot hold one even briefly without it having a permanent effect on you. Blood in there. <laughs> also, yep. the phrasing of holding is so funny because it contradicts well, that they become the, the Dawn, Dawn Shard. Shard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's why Brandon's like, oh, you become the shard. And then it's like, oh, maybe we need a term for vessel. It's like, yeah, I bet we'll do the same thing in five to ten years. It's like, oh, we should have a term for the person who holds the Don vessel. Great, sure. Go. Put the <laughs> word Don in it. That'll be great. Um, you heard it here. So 
So first of all, it's interesting that Hoyd eating meat, sometimes he could be able to eat meat, which is interesting because other wobs tend to make it seem pretty immutable that like he could maybe eat soul cast meat, but it kind of depends on like intent shenanigans and his knowledge on it, right? When I watched that on the stream, it felt to me like Brandon was like, it would make him ill to eat meat. And then he kind of like thought to himself like, well, he really can't even. And then he kind of, the second half of that was him going, well, usually he can't even. And I, so it felt to me like he kind of was like self-editing a little bit there. And was well, like, oh, that's, he's not that's, really eating That's meat. possibly you know, true. I wonder if he could be like tricked into eating meat. Yeah. yeah, I think if he doesn't like, know it's meat, I think... Where he... Yeah, yeah, I wonder intent, like, if right? that would still make him nauseous. Yeah. He, like, I know Cosmere is a ton of like perception-based, but like, yeah. for example, if he was given a dish with meat in it, but not told it had meat... Maybe that would actually make him it. nauseous. Yeah, maybe. And then someone yeah. told him, like, actually, that dish had meat. So would oh, he yeah. get, like, oh. sudden sudden? I bet, I bet he like, instantly would. Yeah, yeah, sick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet he just yeah. vomits. And you're just like, gotcha. Like, Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and it is, it is interesting with these torments. We'll still use the term because it not being a, like, yeah. you just have to use it as a term. It's going to be a copyright article, <laughs> Brandon. You can't stop us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess was saying the same thing. Uh, but I wonder if it's not going to be capitalized in the final version. <laughs> oh, I God. wonder if they're going to walk it back. I would hope Peter and Karen did a pass on and at least deciding. Mm -hmm. But or I could also see there being another term that is like also capitalized for term. people who reflect on it yeah. in a more positive way. That's possible. But yeah, like like Sigzel obviously like well, I can make a shield. If someone ran into the shield and hurt themselves, well, that's up to them. I didn't intend to hurt them, <laughs> right? Like shenanigans like that that you have to mm -hmm. use to work with mm -hmm. the torment. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's probably some mental shenanigans there, but it, it's just interesting because I felt Hoyd would have had the Dawn Shard. My, at least my impression is Sigzil maybe didn't have it a long time. I'm, it's it's super unclear how long he had it or if he still does have it, mm. right? Uh, yeah. But, like, I felt Hoyd had it for a while, and so, like, oh, he's permanently able, unable to cause physical harm to others, whereas Sigzel, like, he's saying the torment's getting worse, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that that sort of suggests that maybe Sigzel didn't have it as long, right? But... Yeah, and it, yeah. yeah, it just seems like a less extreme version of, like, Sigzel can kind mm. of hurt people, you know? Like, he's got, like, he or he, in the past, has been able to, like, a little bit, maybe. And it yeah. seems like, for mm -hmm. that for Hoyd, that is more strict. Yeah, but at then... At least my impression. Mm -hmm. But then there's a line, and indeed, what is happening to Sigzel is on a level beyond what happened to Hoyd. Yeah. So what the hell does that mean? Because, like, presumably the Dawn Shard made Hoyd immortal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I mean, I, I think yeah. probably. <laughs> I I think the reason this is getting this is worse for Sigil than for Hoyd is because Sigil already had a bit of investiture like attached to his soul. Ooh, okay. Like, uh, uh, yeah, strength. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, yeah. I almost wonder if like because obviously the the Dawn Shard changed the Sigil and it probably also did something to Augs. So I wonder if Sigil is getting worse because some of the Dawn Shard stuff is still kind of sticking to ox oh okay hmm. okay sure like uh, ox is okay. the one that got like radiation contamination mm. Mm. and mm. maybe and it could be on a level uh beyond what happened to hoyt because hoyt held the dawn shard and maybe sixil uh, like he just held it 
and Sixel used it in some form, and that like caused a lot use more the to flow through him. Okay. So okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe Hoyd was more of a risen style person who wasn't able to yeah. use it in use any it way at the time. So yeah, good. yeah, that's what I was that's... gonna say. That okay. That's pretty interesting. Uh, like, we know Risen can't actively use uh, the Dawn Shard like for. Well, at least the, the, the sleepless thing... don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like the other things that this connects like to that. The fact that, um, like, Sigzel, like, whatever's going on with Dogs, like, Sigzel at least was a Radiant at some point, and we know yeah, that the didn't want Risen to bond as friend, and so that's yeah, 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 what yeah, has yeah. to do uh, with this whole thing. And Cal, there, no there idea, is a but... word of Brandon that it's yeah. like, uh, oh, where is this? I've got it, yeah, I've got it right here. Why don't you read it? Uh, yeah, it's it's Alderid again, and he says, "Whatever is happening to Sigil and his friend, is it related to the fact the Sleepless forbid Risen to bond a Spren?" Mm -hmm. uh, and Brandon said, "Yes." Also, a good question. Uh, and there's a little bit of Matt saying, "Like, oh, people, are, we're we're so cool." Yes, we are. Thank you, Matt. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then Brandon comes back in after Adam talks a little bit to say, "Let's just say you are finding out, or Sigil is finding out firsthand, part of why that warning was in place, and he Oof. didn't get that warning. He should have." Mm -hmm. Let's say other yeah. people in the Cosmere have been able to do it without it being a problem. And so you know if you happen to be an age-old immortal master <laughs> of multiple arcanum, then you can get away with things that poor people like Sigsel have more trouble with, which to me says maybe Hoyd does have it now after all. Yeah. Huh, he might not okay, have been maybe. a master of multiple arcanum way in the past. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We're obviously Hoyd's... As far as Hoyd knows, he's probably the best person for having knowledge of multiple arcana, which is, might be why he's so full of himself. I have a thought. I yes? have a thought. I have a thought. Oh, yeah. And it's about that oh, the timeline one. Okay. What if our who has the Dawn Shard timeline is Hoyd had it in the ancient past. Okay. Sigzel had it for a little bit and it messed him up. And Hoyd has it again now. And that's why it's tricky because Hoyd had it at two different points in the timeline. Maybe that's okay. the trickiness of that blob. Why would why would Hoyd not just take up the Dawn Shard? Why does he need Sigzel to have the Dawn Shard to save the Cosmere? I think maybe, maybe it's what you said there. He needed to figure out a way to do it safely. Because he mm -hmm. also so wanted he all of the magic powers. Oof. He, he put it, it down Wow! Oh! Damn! That's super plausible, though! Ooh! Ow! Ouch! Wait, yeah, that's even said. meaner. That's so yeah. mean. But if I mean, I six, one, I'd be you pissed. need to be on Wob episodes <laughs> too because uh, you get some very interesting character speculation from things that can tend to be very yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. 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 Mm. That is that's that a is cool crazy. idea. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had think... a different. I had yeah. a different idea. Uh huh. I, I was I was wondering if maybe like going off of what you said about like Hoy doing some trick to temporarily use Sigil as just the storage unit for the Dawn Shard. <laughs> uh, I wonder if he, it's some it's part of some sort of plan to trick Odium. Like Odium, maybe Odium is checking to see if Hoyt has doesn't have the Dawn Shard but oh, doesn't okay. check Sigil who's in the scene. Oh, and then okay. Hoyt is sure, like sure, sure. Sure. Aha, I tricked you and just snatches six don't Yeah, Ter is not going to be uh like Teravangian is gonna be watching Hoyd really closely. Yeah. Yeah, I, w I wonder if cultivation is gonna teach him about Don Shards or if he will just instinctively. Oh no. Know. 
Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Also helps yep. answer some of the question of are the Night Brigade after the Dawn Shard or are they after Hoyd? Because maybe the two are in the same. Yeah, maybe thing. that's both. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. And yeah. I think the conversation that they have in these chapters is indicative of how easy it would be to find Hoyd if you got a hold of Sizzle, because yeah. Ox yeah. just does it. He just opens a call. Yeah, I guess that's Hoyd true. Is yeah. here, and you can talk <laughs> to him. Like, if you're trying to track Hoyd down, that's like a direct line, yeah. connection wise. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You know, a dead yeah. spren pulled it off. Whereas yeah. previously, we've seen what you needed to be the Stormfather to mm. do connection stuff like that. I wonder yeah. if Hoyd and Sigzel are much, much closer linked because of all of this. Because of the Dawn characters we've seen. Yeah, like yeah. they obviously have like that apprentice connection, which I'm sure is some yeah. Cosmere level. But I imagine the Dawn Shard and them both holding the Dawn Shard. That's probably a much bigger effect, to be honest. One other thing I wanted to talk about this, going way back to our original Dawn Shard episode. Oh, uh, that is one of the first times. That was good. Uh, Where it says, it's so much, it, the Dawn Shard, is so much investiture. It's so powerful that you cannot hold one even briefly without it having a permanent effect on you. So... A few things. We theorized in that episode that, like, shards are lots of power, but maybe, like, the dawn shards aren't, like, as highly invested like a shard is, in a way, right? Mm -hmm. But clearly, in this sense, it's almost like the dawn shard has more of an effect on you than if you were a sliver of an entire shard, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, we don't really know what extent slivers like what effects being a sliver actually is we have the term but we don't really know what it is whereas here we kind of explicitly get that but it is interesting the dawn shards are a crap load of investiture and but there are some differences with like a shard you don't vaporize and things so that is interesting that's that's very interesting yeah yeah yeah. it's not like so much that you're vaporized vaporized, yeah yeah yeah. so it's really weird and specific Hmm. and you think like let's say like with the way we understand this dawn shard where you can't do you can't hurt people it's kind of i don't really understand exactly what it is but there is sort of i think that's why people like to do preservation categories on yeah right 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 categorize stuff yep yep if that was going to happen to a former vessel you would think that would happen to vin if that was like a side effect yeah. that you could have for being a sliver of preservation or the lord ruler and clearly they did not end up with anything remotely like a prohibition yeah. to never hurt anybody ever again though query whether the well of ascension is sufficient it was compared to make them a sliver so it is yeah sufficient. yeah yeah uh, it's like are there different degrees of being a sliver Probably. or something <laughs> you know yeah. uh, yes. But that, that's that's a big rabbit hole. Maybe we should go on to our next thing. I have a little, okay. a little Hoyd Don shard. Yeah, sure, well. sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm. I think it ties into a later wub too. But when you're talking about who's impacted more by the Don shard, Hoyd or yeah. Sigzel, yeah, it is interesting. Wasn't there a wub later on that that Hoyd can't skip like Sigzel can, or he has uh... not been able to? Because that was something that I recall jumping out to me. You know, it that is interesting because I somewhat, you know, I don't remember that because I almost thought, and I don't think the stream contradicted it that maybe Hoyd can skip, but uh, I thought that it he raffled it. 
He raffled it. it. Oh, I thought okay. that I thought that he said no. That's cor- then that's correct. Okay. Okay. I was yeah. thinking of a different skipping wob. Like I, I could so, totally believe so he, he sort yeah. of answered it. He said that What did he say? Around Stormlight Five, he doesn't know how to do it, but as for oh. the time Okay. Uh, Sunlit Man mm-hmm. takes place, it's a raffle. Gotcha. That's, well, that's what I was thinking yeah. of then. That it's just interesting to me that Hoyt, at least, who has been the Dawn Shard, was not... We've seen him climb through perpendicularities. He's clearly not skipping to get onto Rosh, Roshar or Skadriel in Stormlight or in Secret History. Huh. Because Brandon... There is a wob that Brandon has had where he kind of has said, I'm trying to figure out whether or not Hoyt can sometimes not use a perpendicular or not. That's something he's talked about. Mm-hmm. He's like, I haven't decided oh. if he's figured this out or not yet. And that's something that's on, that I put on the Hoyt article where we're like, oh, Hoyt might at some point have an ability that he doesn't need a perpendicularity. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't know uh, when that was and what it looked like. So, yeah, next question yeah. from Radatata is, can you place this one in time for us relative to Era 3 of Mistborn and Sixth of the Dusk? Okay. Brandon says, a little after in my current timeline of those. Karen hasn't seen all of these timelines. <laughs> she only canonizes timelines when books are written, and she hasn't done that for Sunlight Man yet, so she will slot it in. How should we say, you say Era 3 and Sixth of the Dusk? Mm, after Era 3, similar timeline to Sixth of the Dusk, because Era 3 is before Sixth of the Dusk era. These are not two of the same. Around Sixth of the Dusk era, era, probably just a tad after, is what I would say. That that is spicy because six Boom. of the dusk is like the most future Cosmier thing we've seen so far. So that would, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up having to be, it needs to be slightly before six of the dusk, whatever. That's fine. But like, it's, it's that space age of Cosmere, which we, I mean, we kind of expected given <laughs> this chapter, right? I, I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's talking about era three of Mistborn, that's not the space age one, right? That's not, that's modern era. Yeah, no, era that's four. Okay. I yeah. think because they're just trying to say that, well, we kind of already know that uh, Era 4 is uh, Space Age and that's in Six of the Dusk is more around there. So they're trying to yeah. target and, between those. Okay. Yeah. And I think Era, Era 4 has been often described as like the ultimate tie-up series of the Cosmos. Yes, so it, it definitely what okay. seems to be chronologically set last in the current plans. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I love that he couldn't write Six of the Dusk too, but he was like, I can write this. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. A novel about the same time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah as someone who doesn't follow the timeline stuff super closely, it's interesting that you guys are saying that like you think Era 4 is going to be one of the last ones. It is. Because my initial thoughts were that like Era 4 Space Age Mistborn would be before this because we have evidence of Skadrians on this planet that is not Skadrial. But maybe that's a world hopping thing rather than a space thing. Yeah, Brandon has said before that Hoyt would be a main character in those Era 4 books actually. Mm -hmm. So, um... (laughs) Yeah, it's like Dragonsteel like, and then yeah. Mistborn Era 4. Like, that, like yeah. the last thing that we know chronologically is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Era 4 will already be like, when the Mistborn Era 4 book starts, it will already be like deep in the space yeah. age. Like, yes. we're already oh, starting with okay. like colonized planets. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see like the beginnings of Mistborn space program. Okay. Mm. That's, yeah, I was kind of yeah. thinking Era 4 was going to be when Mistborn gets to space, but it's not like uh, not the case. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It will be a full like Federation style, like cool. maybe not Federation cool. stuff specifically, but it, it will be like mm-hmm. the universe will exist, and it will be like a true kind of Star Wars. I thing. 
I'm thrilled that there can be other stories and stuff set in this era because like space age Cosmere stuff is just like Star Wars, but it's Cosmere. Like that sounds amazing where it's like, oh, I actually know some of these magics. Like that just sounds perfect to me. Like that's the sci-fi that I want to read, not like hard stuff. So well, yeah, like we do know that. Skadriel is already leaking, even though they don't have space travel yet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like era two. I mean, well, you know, perpendicularities they get around, or rather, yeah. you go around through the perpendicularities, or your or your Theon in in a coat does. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Indeed, that's next week. That's next week. Uh, that's next week. <laughs> All right, so we have one from Boydplus twenty seven that we touched on a little bit earlier. Yep. Can Hoyt skip like Sigzil? Brandon. Raffo, he hasn't been able to in the past. You have not seen him able to do so in the books that you have read. If we take the current Cosmere timeline as being where basically Stormlight is with maybe Wax and Wayne books, that's where we are in the real timeline of the Cosmere without the glimpses of the future that some of these books are, that some of these books are providing. Hoyt has no idea how to do this. And let's, I guess I can do the, oh, there we go. Okay. Matt says, I like how you're timelining your Rafos. Rafos. I'm stuck. Like, this is a Rafo, but with information. Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I consider where the Cosmere is right now and its main timeline to be right around the 10 to 15 year period that Stormlight and Wax of Wayne are happening. And that's where we are in the Cosmere right now. But this is taking place way in the future. Actually, all three secret projects are, far, are fairly future era Cosmere. Basically, I'm just kind of building out what's going on with some of these things is I want the Cosmere to be pushing towards a Star Wars slash Star Trek-esque large universe of planets where lots of interesting stories are happening. And that's the future of the Cosmere. And so as I'm reaching to build more stories, I'm reaching to stories on those planets. Hell yes. But this is so cool. This is so cool because one, this somewhat answers that brandon is saying this is pretty far in the future so i don't mm-hmm. think this is just one lifetime away from sigzil currently so i don't know what's up with that like people who loved him on roshar thing i don't know yeah. must be descendants grandbabies uh, grand sure. ghosts. <laughs> uh, ghosts i'm telling you or but, the new heralds yikes <laughs> but <laughs> that must mean tress is all three of these are fairly future which is very i'm not surprised with yumi but that's yeah. like that has some higher tech level. That's fine. That makes sense to me. And like yes. Hoyt is even talking about like photons in Secret Project mm-hmm. Three. Like he mentions mm-hmm. photons. So that's like a level of physics knowledge that they probably don't have around Stormlight period. Uh, but Tress being far future is genuinely yeah. surprising to me. Unless there's like like it takes a while for the strain of Aethers to get over to the Tress planet or something. I don't know. Guess it's mm-hmm. Midnight Mother uh, sorceress. No, yeah, it's the Midnight Mother. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe the Midnight Mother gets off of Roshar and heads over yeah, to the Trust Planet, could right? Be. Odium doesn't yeah. take her, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I think kind of like, all like... dimensions. You haven't actually traveled in time, but not all dimensions develop at the same rate. That's why it only looks like it's medieval. <laughs> 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 so uh, would would this not mean that Tress's planet is? one of the future lands of the Iriali, yep. right? Yes. Which That's I'm really genuinely about. surprised about. I would not yeah. have called that. And other people that were too. saying that that could be possible. Theories off. Yeah. Yeah, once more, I would like to rest in pieces my favorite theory. Yeah. 
that's you know that the people of Tress's worlds are past past Frenodites. I would like to replace it with a new theory that the people of Tress's world are another offshoot of Frenodites. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay. We already have one offshoot. They, why not five? They they have a they have a bad habit of going to planets with really terrible. surely this surely this one has to be better than threnody it's like (laughs) "Mm, i don't know maybe (laughs) surely it's tricky i it is interesting too because i do think that the eerie being gone like 300 years gone isn't that it or yeah on tress's planet yeah Mm -hmm. like does also there's a part of me that was always like okay when the eerie move on to a new land do they all move on or do some of them move on because usually migrations leave people behind it's usually yeah. not every member of a society yeah. that goes somewhere yeah, yeah yeah but apparently all of them vanished off of this planet like they were like they're like there's no more of them anywhere and so to me i'm like well that to, that says that probably there's no way that stormlight is the fourth land but some eerie have already moved on you yeah. know it it hasn't happened yet and so it has to be future like enough time for the ear for the area to have left Rashar, gone to lumar live for a long enough time that they are like <laughs> a people that live there and then leave and then 300 years go by so that says lots of time to me and not yeah generation uh, yeah not a yeah. short like little stretch where sigzel can possibly find people that he loves but yeah <laughs> well don't worry all bridge four are on breeze so you know they'll, they'll be fine we're gonna find out that the lucky ones died in the way of kings on the bridge runs and the rest of them got sent to braze wow damn brandon's uh, not grimdark by the way guys but the lucky ones died in the bridge runs. <laughs> what is grimdark <laughs> stormlight back half maybe i don't know he's just Whoa. making a pivot don't worry about it yeah, I'd like yeah. to reiterate for the record, I really hope Kaladin is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Clip this one too. I mean, he Tiger he does fate. deserve probably not eternal torment. That that would right? be good. Come on. That that would. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's let's go on the happier things. Marvin, this yep. Joff one. Yeah, our very own Trishra asked. Um, you decided to be upfront that Secret Project Four is Stormlight adjacent. He did decide that. As we have. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> talked about uh, if it's not a spoiler to clarify further would you say it is more or less relevant to stormlight archive than secret history is to mistborn to which Brandon answered uh, i'd say it's less relevant to stormlight archive than secret history is to mistborn by fair margin because things that are happening in secret history are really relevant to Ooh. era three <laughs> what's happening here is not on the same level but it's seasonally relevant to the future of the Cosmere if that makes sense the protagonist of Sunlit Man um, is a major player in the future of the Cosmere but not as much in the future future of Stormlight fascinating that's yeah. a wow. interesting one yep. we, we did kind of know that uh, Kelsier stuff uh, for Air 3 uh, which led to a lot of hypothesizing that Kelsier is the misborn serial killer <laughs> there you go that, you that is interesting though it surprised me yeah it's like to me i'm like oh the bit he keeps calling secret history a spoiler for bands of mourning and i'm like so you're saying that it's more relevant to era three than it <laughs> is to the thing you're calling it a spoiler for unless it was kind of <laughs> him not thinking super specifically yeah. about uh, what it's more yeah. relevant to. clearly that just means there's going to be a lot of kelsier stuff in era three right like and it's just mm-hmm. like yeah i mean kelsier's gonna be there you're gonna deal with it i guess right uh that's kind Sorry, of what alex. Like. yeah poor alex 
<laughs> Maybe terrible, terrible things happen to him. You know, Kaladin gets to be dead because I like him, but Kelsier has to live so he can suffer. This is how the Cosmere works. He's not getting off easy again. Never. <laughs> that's that's true. I mean, he, Kelsier would probably pre- uh, prefer it to stay alive, I, no matter I what. I will say, I'm amused by the idea that like we're reading Stormlight Archive and we think we've got this like story about Kaladin and Shalon and Dalinar and all these people. No, we're actually just reading Sigil's backstory. This is um, yeah. Th- this is yeah. yeah. This is it, the story hasn't started yet. This is just like this where is this the footnote cool to the brain. He's going to do yeah. a lot of cool things. Comes from yeah. so yeah, enjoy the, the yeah. extra context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This does make it seem to me like uh, Sixer really doesn't stick uh, around for long after he has held the dawn shot. Like he has to go leave Stormlight pretty fast or uh, yeah. Rosha pretty fast, yeah, because he's not going to be a big player there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's Just... one way to get protagonists not in the back half. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wasn't guessing Sigzel would need to be one of those, <laughs> but uh, maybe, maybe you know. Maybe we gotta get well, some other protagonists off there. I guess he like he is like appointed a leader of the Windrunners too. Like I thought, like oh, here's Sigil moving into a more involved role, <laughs> and it seems like that is not that is a get out of here, get out of here. Being oh, in charge of the Windrunners is not good for you. It's okay, Miss Skybreaker, you would say that with your Skybreaker like, pendant. All the like leader candidates. Like Kaladin retired, Six is gonna get yeeted across the Cosmere. <laughs> Heft is just dead, and Rock will like, not Alex be has returning. A good point here. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He so will not return to the next film. episode of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah, who is running? It's gonna be like like Lopin is gonna be in charge of the win. Yeah. Is oh, Mart no. or is Mart or Eth still alive? Maybe one of them can do it. They could put Pete in charge. I think and one Peter of them died. I think Eth died in Words of Radiance. I think one of them died. I think in both Scar and Drehi are still around. Yeah, Scar and Drehi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sigzel's like, like the logistics guy, I think, and yeah. Scar's like the fighty guy. Yeah, I do yeah. like the idea of me using this as a skybreaker pitch. You know, like bad stuff keeps happening <laughs> to all of the Windrunners. They're, you know, the Honor Sprint don't even want to join them. They had to like do a whole fiasco. We have High Sprint standing by. Call now. We'll tell you what all your oaths are right off the bat. It's yeah, great. no it's secrets. No, no <laughs> secrets. If you're a Skybreaker, bad things happen to other people because of you. Exactly. <laughs> hey, but that's Asterisk better than it happening to you. To fight for the bad guys. Yeah, that's a small caveat. They they yeah. at least don't happen to you. You know. <laughs> yes. So, Helping Dogs Five asks, "Can you share a little more about what made you decide to release this book before Stormlight Five? Brandon says, "So there are things that are like, oh my God, Reddit, stop it with the Wheel of Time spoilers. Sorry." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's talked about that for ages on, like, yeah. writing excuses and things. Yeah, like, who killed Asmodian that we talked about. It's like, I like having questions that I give answers to. And stories are partially about questions. And one of the things that I wanted to have is that occasionally in the Cosmere, I want to be giving you questions that later on in books can answer. That is why the Aether show up in Stormlight before I write an Aether book. Okay. And things like that. And in this case, the question of, whoa, what happened to Sigzil? I think is actually a nice teaser for Stormlight 5 rather than a spoiler for Stormlight 5, if that makes any sense. And Sigzil's story is just a very small one in the context of Stormlight. But I feel like this just adds another fun question for Stormlight. And that's part of why I wanted to get it out before. And it just felt right to me. It's not like we're getting... 
just like we're not getting Rock's story yet, even though we know something happened with him in book four. There are some times that I want things to be a little bit out of chronological order to inspire those questions. And I do kind of like the, the theory, so. And um, Matt asks, do you have any questions that you've embedded that are not answered until the end of the Stormlight Archive? And Ben says, uh, yes. And like, there are questions there. So that's kind of, do you believe in, wait, what? So you still believe in that kind of like, I do still believe that, but they are more vague. In Stormlight 1, there's a set of things called death rattles, uh-huh. which are the best for Wheel of Time fans. The best mimic you can have for them is probably Mint's visions. There are little hints of what's to come. And th- those are embedded for things that will happen w- all the way through the 10 books, sorry. And, um, you know, I have done things like that. Like, there's going to be some of us going back and reading The Way of Kings. is like, oh, you know, in this book nine, there's this. Huh. And like, yes, that's right. You should be able to do that. There are other things that I don't want to highlight people's attention on. But there's <laughs> another big one in the Stormlight Archive that I've been doing all through the books. People don't realize it's foreshadowing for the back five books. But it is. So that'll be very huh. fun. I can tell you what it is after the stream. Wow. It's wow, Matt. I can do my work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Very, very hard for people to do in their works. You know, it's funny because Brandon has already said that he's hidden the ending for Stormlight in the first two books. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and sure I'm there'll be a death rattle that refers to it. That. Refers but, to crap, right? Yeah, I think it's interesting, though, that he confirms the death rattles are important for all 10, because I think we figured mm-hmm. out like yeah. a decent number of them. And yeah. so there was a part of me that was thinking, oh, like the majority of these, I feel like are going to be resolved in the first five. Like a lot of them have turned out to refer to Kaladin, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> all Kaladin. Awesome for me, but, yeah. you know. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see which ones we will see resolved. And also, can we please get some more? Because it's been a little while. I, yeah. I would love to see some more death rattles. Like, book yeah, five, I think, would be a really good time for some more death rattles, I think. Wow. Horn Eater. He's in Everybody the Horn Eater. Yeah. 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 Everybody wants more death rattles, but you're not willing to exanguinate the homeless people yourself. All right? You gotta go do the dirty <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Maybe Teravangia's Odium can create a, a much larger operation. I mean, he wouldn't need to. He's Odium. Because he can already right. directly can you see just, the like, future. Just like call up the I can't even remember which animated. It's just call up the unmade and be like, "Tell me uh, the future." You don't even got to go through yeah. an intermediary anymore. It's, yeah, it's moon Yeah, that's yeah. unmade. This is not related to the main part of this quote, but I did notice that there's a little bit of like a callback to one of my favorite Stormlight Archive quotes that's been like my Tumblr blog title for ten years, which is that the purpose of a storyteller is to give you questions to oh. think about. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I thought you were gonna go with Tiana's dead, but okay. <laughs> no, that's my other blog. <laughs> I knew it was one of your blogs. I do have a Tiana's dead blog. I think um, that the other thing that this is kind of good at showing is I think that as the Cosmere goes on and gets more complicated, people get more and more invested in what the correct reading order is. Mm. And invariably, <laughs> as it's things true. come out, it's true. things are going to be mutually spoilery. And they're like you're yeah. gonna have to eventually read it in an order. And things and reveals will not necessarily be ruined, but they will appear in different contexts for different people. And it's just that's all part of the plan. And so there's no wrong way to read the books unless you're reading series directly in reverse which seems like a bad idea but other than that you can you can kind of jump around whichever place you want to go with this yeah i am I mean, looking yeah. forward for, to the live blog of somebody reading mistborn novels in reverse order <laughs> a good one bands is crazy who's this who's this survivor guy 
so College Advice 12 says, Witt claims Nomad has seen more of Cosmere than him. Is this assessment accurate? How has Nomad seen so much uh, in comparison considering their ages? And Brandon is like, no, he hasn't. But he's been running from the Night Brigade for a long time. He's been on a lot of planets. Uh, Hoyt has seen more, but Sigzel is uh, probably in top five for number of planets in the Cosmere visited. Uh, so Hoyt is perhaps deliberately underestimating his own experience, but Sigzel is up there. Hoyt can undersell himself, but also be completely full of himself <laughs> at the same time. Interesting though, as a person who has not had the ability to skip, at least in the past, that he's still ahead of Sigzel, who has mm-hmm. apparently been doing that the entire time he's been traveling. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. Seriously. Well, he does. He have. He does have like ten thousand years of head start. That does help. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't help like for planets without a perpendicularity until very mm-hmm. recent. You know what I mean? It kind of like he can hit the main ones and then he's kind of stuck until perpendicularities until space travel mm-hmm. or he gets the ability to skip. Mm-hmm. I am wondering. If this implies that there are a lot more inhabited planets in the Cosmere than we thought. It sure seems like that. I yeah. was originally thinking like somewhere in the mid double digits of mm-hmm. inhabited planets. But if that's the case, I feel like it would not be difficult to hit them all in an immortal yeah. lifetime. Mm-hmm. And it sounds you know, a lot, a lot of planets is what... Hundreds, you know, right? Like, at least yeah, hundreds. It's hundreds of different planets, mm-hmm. yeah. Not only inhabited, but also invested to some extent, right. because yeah. they do have to have perpendicularities. Well, right. Um, well, some of them, at least, for Hoyt to have mm-hmm. been to a lot of them already. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. well, I mean, we do know that you don't really need to have a shard on a planet to have a perpendicularity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I- but you, I think you usually do though. Like the one on first of the sun is like called out as being odd that it's yeah. there without a shard. True. I mean, who knows what the hell yeah. Chris would say about these three planets? Like she'd have a field day. <laughs> oh, I hope I we so get ours. Arcanum. on these. Yeah. Oh my god. Because it's like, yeah, I don't even know what's going on here. Some planets might may have like different weirder ways of getting like out of them. Like what uh, what Chris is saying about perpendicularities on Frenody being weird and how oh, yeah, the main right. speculations we have seem to be that it's tied to shade so mm, maybe like yeah. perpendicularity mm. may be a broader term than just a pool of shard water so it's it's possible that there are different like ways of traveling between worlds than just shardic perpendicularities yeah which would also explain why Cosmere is so populated since this pre those pre-space flight societies have different ways they have to move between planets. I do think this means that endowment was even more correct than we thought in her letter when she <laughs> called out all of the other shards. If you guys had hundreds of planets to choose between, <laughs> why are you going to these? A couple of them. What are you doing? Bad shards breaking the agreements. Yep. T Rex with T uh, <laughs> T E A. Love it. Sigzel refers to skipping. It's implied that this is how he's world hopping. Is this a method that doesn't require a use of perpendicularity? Brandon says it does not. Uh, and Brandon says that this is how he's getting ahead of the Night Brigade and that he gets to planets without a perpendicularity. Uh, so maybe Hoyt hasn't been to a lot of these places, which is why Hoyt's like, wow, damn. And like, we do know that he's seen uh, some planets that Hoyt hasn't. Yeah, yeah, probably for this reason, right? 
Uh, and then also blame 17 shard. Great. Uh, is the skipping that nomads doing a form of the surge of transportation specifically into the spiritual realm? Brandon. So the perpendicularity isn't necessary, but it would be classified by most arcanists as falling under the surge of transportation. So yes, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. He completely ignored the spiritual realm part. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that's... I mean, you know, I, I don't think it was a spiritual realm anyway, but... No, no. I don't think so. Just completely ignored that. And but. we talked a little bit in the other episode about if this means anything for what kind of sprint ox is and mm. yeah. yada yada. So go to the old episode if you want yep. speculation about that. <laughs> uh, oh, what I was going to say is that I think it's interesting that Brandon like clarifies that a, per a perpendicular isn't necessary, but he would call it the surge of transportation. And we've seen the little ring of light kind of pop up around else callers that are yeah. teleporting like the one time oh, it happened. Right. So to me, it <laughs> seems to tie that more to a perpendicular, like else calling to a perpendicularity, like mm. making huh. a one potential. Yeah, that's interesting. Junctions. <laughs> Junctions. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. no. Deep Lord. Maybe we'll see some else callers actually teleport sometime. Oh, cool. That'd be yeah. great. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. This is from an anonymous questioner that asks, are there planets in the Cosmere in which there is no investiture? And could Sig accidentally skip there and get permanently stuck? Brandon says, there are no planets with no investiture. You would have to have no matter in order for there to be no investiture because matter, energy, and investiture are the same thing. There are planets where, let's just say, natural sources of investiture are that are easy to reach are not present. So you would have to figure out another way to make uh, this all work, which would be very difficult. It is possible for him to get there, but the way the magic is working is he's being drawn partially to sources of investiture, so it's highly unlikely he would end up on one of those planets. So that means it's definitely not random, right? Like there, there's mm. definitely some method to this, which I guess makes sense. Whatever mechanics are here, it's like, well, I mean, in order to skip again, we need sources of investiture. So, and I could see the Dawn Shard by being such like a important, like primordial thing, being connected to investiture around the Cosmere. You Ooh, know? So yeah, sure. In, like inherently attracted mm -hmm. in that direction, like a magnet kind of, and so. It, it is interesting though, and I'm interested in what have like some of like even some of the planets we know. Like if Sigzil showed up on Scadriel, can he like suck in the mists? Like or just to go like find a bunch of et metal and eat it? Like what's what's he doing on some of the worlds that we know? I mean, maybe at this stage he could just suck in things like that and use the investiture, right? I, I imagine the reason why the Dawn Shard is like drawn to investiture is probably a similar reason why he can just absorb all this investiture, right? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. he's getting into some really core stuff in the cosmere yeah. yeah 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 i wonder how intentional this is because brandon just says the way the magic is working mm. is that that you know sigil has made sure his magic is targeting hot spots on the investiture mm. map so to speak or does this skipping magic naturally get drawn to investiture hotspots mm. that's kind of an i don't think if that's I don't the think... case, like, what if he accidentally ends up on Roshar? <laughs> right? There's a lot of investiture just, like, everywhere. Mm. I don't think he had enough knowledge back when this started to be able to set anything up. 
but it maybe could be like some fortune shenanigans where it's like, mm. ah, we're manipulating luck, yeah. so it goes in these certain places, right? Yeah. Uh, it could be fortune. You know? And, and, <laughs> and I mean, we quite know fortune has a weird fortune. Yeah, that, and that's what I was thinking, David. Like, maybe there was a yeah. weird fortune thing, and with the fortune thing with the skipping, or, yeah, mm. I thought that would have made sense, but he, I guess he can't, so, okay, rip. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe it is just different that, like, when Hoyd first held the Dawn Shard, he didn't have a Spren, right? Like, mm -hmm. I guess that must be the the specific difference, right? At least one of them, for sure. Because, like, Ox mm -hmm. seems to be facilitating and doing a lot of this crazy magic stuff rather than yeah. Sigzel mm -hmm. directly. So I guess that must be the difference why Nomad can do these different things. Uh, this is 8 Giraffe 8. Ooh. Other than Hoyd and Sigzel, have we witnessed on screen a character actively under the effects of a torment in your other published work so far? Brandon. Yes, asterisk. <laughs> I mean, you have, but you wouldn't have been able to notice it yet. The return of asterisk. It's coming back. <laughs> Clearly, uh, that's even a sword. Yes. <laughs> we'll bring it way back. I mean, there's no way we can speculate as to what that actually means, surely, right? But it could just be risen. Like to me, it's risen for like yeah. the obvious raid. Sure, okay, she, yeah. She yeah. Started, and we can't see it yet. But and Hoyd kind of has a moment where, when he's talking about the torments, he's like, "Oh, a torment is a blessing. All torments are." And I'm like, "Is he referring to what the other dawn shards are doing to their holders if they have a holder and aren't just sitting in a mural?" Man, Rissen, Rissen would be, like, why wouldn't Brandon just say Rissen then? Like, uh, that's, that's just such a boring answer. Uh, I mean, it's totally plausible. I really get that. I was thinking we could also have seen just, like, a former Donshard holder who's hmm. one of oh. our core world hoppers that just you wouldn't know what they were dealing with unless you're in their perspective. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to believe because Rissen's just such a boring answer. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Maybe Chris tried one out for yeah. a little bit. Who knows? Oh, that's a cool idea. That'd be super interesting. That's a really cool idea. Okay. Huh. She would lick their magic rock to see what happens. You know, she's got the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a little more precise than that. But yes, <laughs> right idea. Yep. Uh, another question from Redatetta. Um, these all have Hoyt very front and center. Um, all these secret projects. Is this marking a turn in the Cosmere to generally focus more on Hoyt's story? And will we ever get a more detailed look at what he was up to during the earlier parts of the Cosmere? And Brandon said, I would say yes. This does mark a bit of a turning point where I'm like, all right, it's time for him to start uh, being more of a character. I would say starting Stormer Archive was the first of those turning points. Before that, he was cameos. Stormer Archive was Hoyt's now a character. Uh, he's not a main character yet, but he is a character among the tertiary level character sort of things. Um, and this is another turning point where I'm like, all right, now we're gonna make, uh, gonna start actively involving the things around Hoyt. None of these stories are about him, but he's telling two of them. Mm -hmm. And his apprentice is the main character of the third one, and he shows up as characters in all um, all three of the stories. It is a turning point. The next turning point will will be when I write a story about him, which will happen, which will be Dragonsteel and uh, Miss Bonera for as well. Yeah, but yeah. maybe he'll write a story where we figure out what Hoyd's doing in Era 1. 
Wow. Maybe. I don't know if that's on the table anymore. Getting his butt kicked by Inquisitors up in Terrace. <laughs> I'm, look, it, it's just a story like Sunlit Man, but it's Hoid not fighting Inquisitors like like that. Maybe that'd be a little too samey. But. He's doing the very important work of beating Kelsier to a pulp in the yeah. middle of a century yeah, yeah. as he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this, this is an important turning point because, I mean... Yeah. I, I couldn't have expected that we got so much Hoid stuff, and we're, we're definitely getting to the point where we're getting a lot of Hoid stuff here. Yeah. It's in the books, not in mobs, so I like that. And so another one from College Advice 12, and it says, The son of the system seems to be highly invested. Ordinarily, this seems to only happen when a shard is present, yet this world appears to be a backwater. Is there something to this or in this system for some reason more invested than other worlds and man says this system is more invested than other words part of why he's here part of why he would end up here that's related to a second question by alina mel this says is there a shard on this planet or in the system and Brandon says there's not an active shard suffusing this planet in the same way that odium cultivation and honor suffuse those shards the wording on that second answer is very yes yeah. yeah so that very like, much so definitely could it mean could a shard be, was there mm. or it could mean mm -hmm. that the shard is suffusing the sun like autonomy situation. oh that would be so troll that's true that totally is illogical yeah wow yeah said if actually no okay that's a stupid idea but like if I wonder if like a shard would be able to say oh a, a dawn shard sliver just came into my my turf uh like, well well i mean hoid can hide from harmony but harmony doesn't know what he's doing so mm. maybe depends maybe. on the shard i'd say maybe shards could be good at that but maybe harmony's bad at it so that's possible mm. yeah so i mean i'm still gonna go with maybe this is an aiden alcium thing i still think this planet was like autonom uh, autonomy's like testing ground before she moved on to taldane i charged this sun working on getting the distance <laughs> right she's like this one's too hot <laughs> Not, that didn't work. Fun. That did not work. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's like a, maybe there's like a trail of highly invested stars leading to Yolen <laughs> and Taldane. What do you think the scar like is? It's just autonomy messing stuff up and going not here. <laughs> but, this is actually fairly plausible. I gotta admit, I, I scar is autonomy's junk yeah. drawer. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe these are part of the scar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Actually, you have the map behind you right now. That's right here. Yeah. Taldane on this map. Huh? Uh, Taldane is... Uh, oh, uh, so like, I'm not, I don't remember what yeah, Taldane is. It's a tree is. one. Yeah, ah, yeah so I don't know why it's, it's a tree, it's to be honest. Yeah. 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 It wasn't Isaac's My... little thing that he... It was supposed to be like independence. Like it's like one tree kind of growing in a rough spot. Uh, mm. Yeah. Okay, so this is just a short and sweet one. Uh, how does the 17th shard feel about what Hoy did to Sigzil? Uh, they think it's a pro further proof that Hoy is a monster and needs to be stopped. We've like doubled Agreed. our amount of 17th shard wobs here. <laughs> I don't, don't think I disagree with uh, the 17th shard's take on that. It, it seems pretty it horrible. It really doesn't. Yeah, it seems it. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. The in world 17th shard standpoint and the. 
out of uh, like in real world 17 shots 10 point <laughs> yeah. yeah like what is their plan though like what would they possibly be able to do to hoyt like they're just like oh we found him like he said in the letter they don't know what to do with me if they found me so like one is you know it's just like and they're being like stop but we don't have an alternative yes it's just like what well, after we say stop the the plan is just question mark question mark question mark like we don't, we don't know Hoyt <laughs> will just figure out how to skip and then it's like oh okay great at least there are more answers about the 17th shard. We need to know more about them. Yeah, we, we've like yes. we doubled. There's a reason we're named this way, and we have no idea what. Nope. We okay. don't know, know, know anything. Apparently, Sticking... when we get a silver light thing, then we'll get more. But uh, that ain't happening soon. In a little box worked great in Wheel of Time, and we should do it again. <laughs> oh. That's all I'll say on the way. There you go. No consequences. All right. Uh, <laughs> Cool. So this next one uh, asks, what did Hoyd's apprentices learn or do? Because obviously in the bottom of Sunlit Man, he's, uh, Brandon says that there's three uh, Hoyd apprentices and Sigzel's one of them. So they are apprentices in Hoyd's weird little thing <laughs> that he does in teaching people about other worlds, other planets, training them in storytelling. You can see it in Stormlight Archive, Sigzel trying to be Hoyd's apprentice and doing a mediocre job of it, shall, shall we say. I think that's an Oathbringer that we get to see Sigzel give it his mm -hmm. best shot. Yeah. Basically, he has this thing that he does, jumping around planets and doing stuff in these apprentices. They're like his Doctor Who companions a little bit, you could imagine. But he does train them, so it's not really Doctor Who companions, because he actually does teach them how to become like him, theoretically. Uh, and Matt asks, has he ever trained someone that he wouldn't consider his apprentice? Brandon, yeah, yeah, there's lots of people. He has done a little bit of training too that I would not consider his apprentices. Yeah, and I think he like mentioned like Calvin. It's like I mean Calvin's mm -hmm. not an apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> Hoyd tried. Calvin's like, yeah, no. Yeah, um, Calvin is competent at lots of things. He's not competent at this weird little thing. Yeah, <laughs> storyteller it's... is not my first word when I think of Calvin. I mean, <laughs> it's interesting then. Why did he pick Sigzel? Because Sigzel is very bad at it in Stormlight Archive. What was it about Sigzel that? Hoyd was like, um, you'd be a good well, storyteller. You could be an apprentice. He does There's say, another... like, in, in Sunlit Man, in, the, in chapter 10 when they were talking, he does say that uh, he seems to read, like, Sigzel's, like, interest in the world, like, yeah. inquisitive mm -hmm. nature mm -hmm. and all that. So yeah. maybe part of, part of what Hoyt, you know, what catches Hoyt's attention is the willingness to ask questions. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That is related to this next wob, if you yeah. want to read that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Nolatoad <laughs> asks, is there a specific quality that Hoyd looks for in his apprentices, and why are there so few of them? Given that Hoyd has lived for thousands of years, the Cosmere <laughs> could be swarming with them if he wanted. <laughs> and yeah, Brandon says, uh, he has a different term for apprentice than just someone who's learned at his feet. He looks for ineffable things that are difficult to put a finger on. Potential. He looks for potential. I think Sigzel does just... fit that. It's a pretty ineffable answer, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Hoyt's looking for vibes. He's cute. <laughs> There we go. Good. <laughs> Must have good vibes to be a prep. Sigzel had the vibes and Kaladin didn't. Yeah. Uh, now I feel like there's a meme in this of like, well, I don't know what format the really is, but like a job interview thing. Like requirements, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough for Hoyd because he can't slap people to do the vibe check. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You've got to find their cognitive aspect. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, this leads in pretty well to uh, Matt asking Brandon. So you said Hoyd looks for people who have kind of an ineffable quality. Is Shalon, and Brandon immediately picks up on it and goes, Shalon was someone he was strongly, he was considering strongly for an apprentice. Which Ooh. to me seems like something that you could kind of see in the books that he, I think yeah. he does yeah. take a special interest in her. Mm-hmm. He, he does. Yeah. I wonder why he discarded it. Maybe she yeah. was just getting too involved with other things. Ghost bloods. Oh yeah, he, he'd hate the Kels- Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's probably the easiest answer, isn't it? <laughs> he yeah. might also have still been feeling bad about how Sigzel ended up since Sigzel mm. was an apprentice. That maybe didn't maybe, turn out great. Maybe he was putting a pause on Roshar apprentices for a little bit, and he decides time for one more twist of the knife and Sigzel. And I need this Don Shard. Well. Take it; it'll go oh, fine. Oof. I think the other thing that jumped out at me in this reading is there's been a ton of talk about people trying to guess who might be Hoyd's other apprentices. Yeah, I yeah. We know mm-hmm. that there are that there yep. are three. And the way that Brandon describes that, like he's like, oh, theoretically he teaches them how to be like him, but we don't really see much of that at Sigzel. But like the storytelling and teaching about other worlds seems to be like almost more what Brandon considers to be the apprenticeship. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. is a huge uh world bringers alarm going off in my head oh yeah yes. okay okay that ties in to the similar yeah. world singers on Rishon. oh yeah because they yeah mm-hmm. wow wouldn't that be crazy if there was a fair chemist that we've just never met who was a world bringer who survived the entire freaking time because he just left skadriel before uh Rashek uh-huh. took the power or something that's plausible <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, I know about the original Terrace prophecies. I am an apprentice of what he started. <laughs> wow, jeez. Oh, well, that that so. would be so cool. That's really plausible, though, because I totally forgot about the world bringers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, agree. Maybe one of... people brought them up with this mm-hmm. uh, theory, mm-hmm. series. Maybe one of Hoyt's apprentices is one of Lord Ruler's kids. no one knows where they are they're running around the cosmere they're skipping around yeah yeah sure easy easy nailed it and we have another question from uh, college advice 12 yeah and they ask is the cavern world um nomad mentions a work you have a plan for or just a random reference if there is a plan for it have we heard about it before and Ren says that if I mention a word, there is at least a small minor plan for it. You have not heard of this one before. This one is not high on my list of words to tell stories about, but it is there as a possibility someday. I would not expect this one, but who knows? Right. I did not plan to tell the story of Secret Project 3. Uh, Secret Projects 1 and 4 have been brewing. The planets have been brewing for a long time. In Secret Project 3, I was it was just like, I need a planet for this and just devise it for the story. And then I need another plan for this <laughs> and just devise it for the, it for the story. Uh, so sometimes you just come up with things, uh, but other ones were brewing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the and, quote yeah. for the Cavern World, uh, he it's in chapter nine he did wish he had something more than this ragged clothing stolen from the cavern planet where he'd been most recently that's it so as cavern world maybe that was detritus (laughs) oh god (laughs) keeps coming back all right yeah i mean that's cool uh that that makes sense i'm sure there are going to be times where brandon's like i have cool story idea but not have the world building and he needs the cosmere to be expansive enough where he can create a thing that's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah and that's just pretty standard like writing process yeah anyway 
Um, so LMJJ asks, are Hoyt and Sigzel connected now because they both held the same dot chart? Is this why Sigzel is worried about tr- them tracing Hoyt if Sigzel is caught? Then Brandon says, yes. They continue asking, uh, is it possible to trace someone's connection? And Brandon says, yes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what we talked about earlier yeah. with the Night yeah. Brigade yeah. and Hoyt. Mm-hmm. The Zoom call that Oaks facilitated. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more like a light weaving call almost, because it's like Hoyt's kind of an illusion there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. If if you can you come do- up with a good like pun on pun on Zoom that uses light weaving, you are welcome to drop <laughs> it at any point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. <laughs> cool. So that is all of the wobs that uh we wanted to talk about, but man, so much Don Shard, so much Hoyd, so much skipping. And Hoyt Apprentice, like, none of these things I can put in the frickin' title so great uh, of this episode. (laughs) If I could put it in the title, this episode would get a lot better analytics. So make sure... Why don't you comment below as to your random theories about who Hoyt's apprentices are? Sure, why not, right? Like, that sounds good. Uh, And if you've read The Black Company... (laughs) Go go on Discord and please talk with Cheyenne. Yeah. Yes. I want to. I need to talk with people who haven't read these books who've also read *The Black Company*, because <laughs> I, I hope yeah, you'll find some. Person is a baby, I have so. no idea. Yeah. Nice. Well, that is secret project for how spicy uh, that all was. We did it, and then next it's week we're going we to it. have, you know, just a light episode on, yeah. um, light. you know. <laughs> just the the craziest <laughs> the prologue. prologue yeah you know no big deal no big deal so Oof. let's head on over to who's that cosmere character this character is from roshar menace yeah tom raise void in drag on a horse <laughs> it's time for who's that cosmere character Tom. All right, welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character, the game show where you send five clues and a character to WTCC at 17chart.com. I read these clues out loud, and after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess Who's That Cosmic Character. This first one is sent by Catherine. Uh, clue one. This character has appeared in multiple published Cosmere works. I appreciate Kaladin. the published specification. Yeah, that does help. That is that is good. Yes, Kaladin, not Kaladin. I mean, that's that's true. That that works. Uh, Vivena. It's not Vivena. Chris. It's not Chris. Demu. It's not Demu. <laughs> Naj. It's not Naj. <laughs> Everyone's just going with world hoppers. Yeah. Except, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that Kaladin? He goes to Braze. <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh. So cruel. So cruel. Clue two. This character marries a noble. Kelsier. It's not Kelsier. Oh, he doesn't marry a noble. What am I thinking? Yeah, he is a noble. Uh, yeah. um, he married he would marry himself if he could. Yeah, ours <laughs> Kelsier marries a noble. Vin? It's not Vin. Chris? <laughs> no, but you are. Uh, people already guessed that in the last one. Oh, so. yeah, never mind. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> They're, gone. They're gone. They're gone. Mm. 
Navani. It's not Navani. And I will say that Chris would have been a pretty good guest for that one with like <laughs> the white sand stuff of her being I the Duchess. And... Hmm? And she, yeah, okay. Yeah, they were engaged after only. After found out he's like a crime boss or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. White sand <laughs> <Yeah>. spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> We warned all Cosmere spoilers. That's true. <laughs> I guess they just assume people don't read White Sand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder what percentage of Brandon's audience knows anything about White Sand. Anyway. I mean, probably more with this podcast, I bet. Uh, um, Alucar? No. Damn it. Alright. <laughs> Clue three. <laughs> this character has an on-screen sword fight. Adeline? Nope. She's a noble, yeah. That Zahel. makes sense. It's not Zahel. Ooh, was Shashana I was gonna noble? say something I... and then it doesn't fit the first clue. Eh. Oh, right. Well, I think she and Denth were somehow noble before. Sure. Like... They're, really? they're, they're Adrians. They were part of the... They have no, the... they had the royal yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. They have to be nobles. Yeah, yeah right. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, retroactively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. Your royalty are noble. That's it. That's what it is. I'm trying so hard to think of things. Shalon? It's not Shalon. <laughs> Gotta guess Adeline. Gotta guess Shalon. <laughs> nice. Have we, have we... Oh, no, she hasn't been in multiple. Okay, so does the Hope of Philanthropist count as a separate published work. <laughs> oh, I, I was, was going to say sorry. I, yeah. And then I was like, wait, no. She hasn't done it. Yeah. I would I mean, say that is a separate. I would say that is a separate. I'm going to yeah. go with Serini. It is Serini! Yay! Good one. And I discovered because I had forgotten about Topo Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's why the Q&As were so good. Uh, one of the other clues that I've delayed a little bit until after the marriage one is Clue to this character has a strained relationship with their father, which uh, it's explained uh, that yes, has a great relationship with the king Evanteo, but has a bad relationship with Iodon, and I'd probably have adjusted that to like father-in-law. Yeah, uh, that that that's a bit too tricksy, I think. Um, and then yeah. Clue I five, I had about, at least now. I know it can't be an Elantris character because otherwise <laughs> I guess uh, I almost did too. Like I was like, almost oh, there's only one book. Almost, almost. And then Clue five was this character it. lives on a planet with no living shards. Uh -huh. okay. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. This next one is from. Longtime commenter Oliver Newcomb and Clue One. This character held a political office. Ellen. Sebariel. Nope, nope. Sadius. Nope. Uh, Winston Innate. It's not Winston Innate. Is that the correct Innate brother? I think, he, I mean, I think he's still a senator. His brother is also the governor. Yeah. But yeah, you. Uh, okay. Well, well it's no to Winston and Nate, so you can. Yeah. Someone else can guess the other one if you want. <laughs> you can guess Replar next time. You know what? Repler, I'm gonna say. Right, I'm gonna say Palm because technically she was. Oh, it's true. Just, she did hold it. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's not Palm though. But I like it. Thank you. Okay, clue two. This character died abroad. Right then. Not Raven. Good uh, guess. What was the first clue? Uh, this character held a political, held a political office. office. Uh, what about uh, Evie? 
No. Okay. No. That's... Oh, that would be a tricky definition of abroad. I yeah, would say. I, it, it, <laughs> like, not in her native country. Maybe you could. I, I mean, I, wouldn't I that be abroad? Bit. Wouldn't that be abroad though? I, if you yeah, like, but you, I would if consider you relocate. It becomes your new home country. Oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's like, fair. That's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it also was so they were trying to separate from Alaska, sort of those, or they were rebels in Alaska. So does it count? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. Um, oh man. Uh, I don't remember the name, so please forgive the okay. descriptiveness. But uh, the Lightice who gets murdered by Reshapiro as copycat of Sadias's killing. No, it's not that person, oh. but I also don't remember. Vedicar Perel? Oh, Vedicar Perel, who may or may <laughs> not be the Perel at the ends of Words of uh. Radiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Wow. I don't know if that's true. That just came out of my brain. So no, we'll find no, out I know it is Vedakar Perel. I think. I, I think it is uh, the copycat okay. one. No, Vedakar is definitely real, was killed by Rashfir, though. That much. Can you I imagine know. being surviving the Battle of Tower, then getting killed by the Nightmare or the Midnight Essence? Yeah, just like mm -hmm. one to the next. Oh, okay. I am straining my brain to remember minor details from Roe, but is it High Prince Hatham? Uh, it is not High Prince Hatham, but Hatham didn't, is certainly a Didn't character. he get murdered by the Ghostbloods? Did he get murdered by the Ghostbloods? I don't... Let's he might have ran, the and then Mraze later said he was killed. I'm not I thought sure. It was, I thought it was something like Mraze told Shallan that Eli did it, and then when she gets to Eli, Eli's no, like, no yeah. Ghostbloods murdered well, him. Vama's in there, too. It's like the two of them, and I can't remember what happens um, to who. I don't know. This yeah. article is isn't even on the. Yeah. There's nothing on the copper mind about his death. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I have. I have He's... more guesses. Well, that'd be Thanadol. That could be it. Because Haytham might be one that is, that sticks with Dalar. I get the yeah. Yeah, one of those differences you stay Anyway. Yeah, it's not that. Moving on. Yeah. As Sadius, I I don't think he's been guessed yet. He has I been hope. guessed. Oh. Uh. He has been guessed. So remembering this. <laughs> Did we yeah. specify which Sadius? There's a few of them that you could choose. There's several. There, there's three. We're, we're talking about main Sadius. I, I look. If you say Sadius, I am saying that that is Toral Sadius, unless you yep. specify yeah, otherwise. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. You could guess what a different Sadius. Yeah, I'm not going. Also, <laughs> also, David, we're wearing no the same shirt. Next guesses, so. Oh right! I didn't even realize that till like an hour in. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Oh, well, well, my camera's a little. I'm a little too close to my camera for me to see. But I always try and wear a Cosmere shirt. But usually, it's just like this. It's like, wow, <laughs> what a nice navy T-shirt. All right, is that everybody for that one? Uh, I used to. Okay. I am. Um, yeah, it's really hard. Like, who died abroad and? Mm. Yeah, I'm then I'm going to guess ILI. It's not yes. ILI. Nope. <laughs> Luthery, this character owned land. I would like to guess oh. the third, Sadeus Amaram. <laughs> it is Amaram. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, nice. And uh, I like how this is said. Bright Lord Amaram, High Prince Sadius. I'm like, mm, I, I still kind of nice. hate that. It's like, Yes. Yeah, I hate it. I will offer a half a points credit to whoever guessed 
original Sadius the first time since you didn't specify yeah. and you were technically correct. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> yeah, none of that. Uh, clue four, this character was involved with a secret organization. And clue five, this character was a shard bearer. Nice, nice, nice. Now we're going to do our Who's That Cosmere Character priority queue. You can support us at the Herald tier on Patreon and you can submit priority queue where we will get through things sooner than a year although some of these were actually from march of 2021 so that's pretty good i think that's not that bad at all although we don't read them all these days uh we we pick and choose so this one is from cyprian wiley uh and clue one this is not a pov character Oh, not again. Oh, again. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, uh, I understand the term torment. <laughs> <laughs> Would you call it a torment, though, or is it really a blessing? Are you oh. sure? You know what? I'm going to throw my same answer out. Marais. It's not Raze. What if we got a Raze interlude in Stormlight 5? That'd be good. That would be so fun. I, I would have a totally normal reactions to that. <laughs> I'm so. sure you would. <laughs> uh, let's I, I do it very respectfully. <laughs> With my Harold guesses um, okay. from the last time we got this clue. <laughs> oh, now I'm trying to pick a Harold. Um, Just don't pick Town. Nail. Not Nail. Oh, I was going to pick this Oh, rip. Well. <laughs> I, uh, Rushu. Uh, Ooh, it's not Rushu, oh, but Rushu is the best. Um, we love her. Cord? It's not Cord. I'm gonna guess Seth's dad, Natura. <laughs> Ooh, nope, not Seth's dad. I'm trying to be sure. I'm like, I don't know what POV seen. I'm just gonna guess people like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might as well. Clue two. This character is considered powerful. The Lord Ruler. It's not the Lord Ruler. Susabron. It's not Susabron. You sure? It's not a shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not and all, all I'm thinking is that would be a cool POV, like every guest now. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, it's like, ooh, great interludes. Let, let's just yeah. add it all to the Stormlight 5 list. What could go wrong? <laughs> Can, can't wait for the Stormlight 5 Lord Ruler intercultivation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Yeshar brought about... him from the cognitive realm. Uh what about yeah, I, 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 Ruthar? Not Ruthar. Love it though. Again, with just uh, like note crazy guesses that would be cool POVs. Uh, cultivation. It's not cultivation. I, I would just like to note that when you joked about Ishar bringing Lord Ruler back to Roshar, this was a premise for a fanfic idea I had like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Clue three. This character Metoid. The little girl that he gives the doll to at the end of Oathbringer. No. I didn't realize she was powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Is that the power of love? <laughs> it um, actually, she's, she actually has a torment you wouldn't notice. But... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Excuse me, she has a design. It's not design. I'm trying to remember if this person has been guest, but I think they were guest in the last one. So I want to say Elhokar. It's not Elhokar. Had an Elhokar yeah. viewpoint. That's true. It's true. We I don't. I think say we, have... we haven't have had like they might be an Elhokar one. Look, <laughs> we didn't get. Period. Look. Yeah. 
Look, anyway, he, maybe he's he, maybe he has uh, Don Shard in the future. You don't know. <laughs> he could be the the between Way of Kings and Words of Radiance novella. It'll be an Elhokar novella. Ooh, true. Good point. I forgot what the clue is. Uh, this character met Hoyd. Oh, okay. Met Hoyd, considered rock. powerful. It's not Rock. Okay. Rock had a POV. Damn it. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh... I like how my brain was like, what characters didn't have POVs? And I immediately went to old chaps for some reason i'm like but no but he definitely did have a pop and it's like like i was um, like so yeah you're like you have to choose something random like old chaps are like wait a minute <laughs> david you guessed relis uh rutha right i think i guessed high prince rutha relis is his son I'm i sure. i assumed okay, he meant high prince rutha to be clear yeah. then i'm going to guess with relis rutha i nope it's not relis okay i would have been mad because i thought about <laughs> guessing relis rutha, and i was like no i'll do the dad i mean you have to I guess all the sadiuses all the sadiuses yeah. <laughs> every rutha clue four this character is not a dragon <laughs> what? okay how, how I that, that is actually character. a more helpful clue than you think uh, edgley Grace. not edgley <laughs> No. A race? Okay. No. Well, what are other what are Ian's other guesses that aren't correct about dragons? <laughs> uh, I feel like there's another one that he had that he I probably mean, there, there's another one. There is another one. But I that's what I'm Technically, right now. I think we could guess any of the shards. Other than <laughs> cultivation. Oh, and rings. Yeah. Is it, it Bobadin? Okay, it's not Bobadin. Oh, that's no, what no. I was thinking about. No, that's it's not Bobadin. Ian has about dragons. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Tanavast. Not Tanavast. Okay. Clue five. You can assume this character is more powerful than any of your former guesses, which I would agree with. Aidenalsium? It is Aidenalsium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about Hoyd meeting Aidenalsium. Like, I mean, I. Meet uh, somebody when you murder them? <laughs> that's a meeting technically i mean depends what kind of murder really yeah. i mean like I if you if true. you use a sniper Snipers rifle a, yeah right exactly meeting, you know? exactly depends. we don't really know how they died what what is does it mean to meet someone but uh all right well we are all done finally secret projects Oh yeah, we're done with secret projects until January when we'll have <laughs> dress and then we'll be like, oh my god, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. Nine uh, short months. <laughs> yeah, it just just months after Lost Metal probably blows our minds, oh, you know? Yeah. So you know yeah. we'll, yeah. we're barely have a breather after State of Sanderson and then Tress will be on our hands and then we'll also freak out similarly. Yep. Well, next time, everyone, we are going to talk about the Stormlight 5 prologue, but we hope you enjoyed these very chaotic two uh, episodes on Secret Project 4, where we... The, the future of the Cosmere has no rails. They have spaceships. They don't need rails. Unless they're high on, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Are they rails? I don't know. What is a, what is a train, really? Put your comments below. <laughs> still, what is a train? What is a trade? Please explain. Great. Well, you can find us on 70 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. You can uh, 
join our forums and our Discord, where there is much discussion about secret projects. Uh, I believe there were over 33,000 messages in our secret project channel uh, in the month of March. Uh, and I don't think that includes our thread that we made, just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, you can so. talk about the Stormlight prologue if you're mad. We yeah. haven't gotten to it we yet. We will. We Go will. We will. Just sit there while you wait for us to get We will. We it. will. It's next week. It's next week. Soon. Uh, Soon. I know. I know. Stupid Brandon with so much to talk about. I'm not used to authors giving this much content. You know, like usually we don't I have quite this much. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, put your comments below as to what is a train and what are Hoyd's other apprentices. Uh, maybe Hoyd's other apprentices is a train. <laughs> Could be. I love that. Just sentient train planet. Train <laughs> planet. That's that's Tell on high on lines. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. uh, all hail the trolley. Yeah, coming soon and intentionally blank. Brandon, he's like, oh yeah, I'll never write a train planet. <laughs> it, it's 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 a rogue planet that doesn't go around any star, but it, but it's actually a train and it goes on the high on lines. Easy. No, it's, and it's we need train. to sign off. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> you can leave us a review on iTunes. Bye. 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 <laughs> Peace. Oh. Call.